Yes. All right. Flat out yes. cold open. Merman, how are you? Uh, I, I, you know, it's so funny how like having something to do, like it, you, you would think like, oh, I have nothing to do. I have all the energy in the world, but now like, I, I actually do have energy and appetite and ideas and stuff from, um, from having something, even though like, if you look at my calendar, I am not that busy. Right. Like I don't have a ton on my plate and they bring you on super, super slow. Yeah. Um, Which is nice. But- because, you know, if we talk in a month or two, you'll be like, I don't have five minutes to have a coffee, go to the restroom, eat lunch. Um, and and that's equally exhausting. Anyway, you threw a topic out there. What's on your mind? So, all right. Um, our, um, uh, how, how well do you know? Have you ever met uh, Quentin Cortell, uh, the, the how- fast, agile dude? I've read, but have not been in the same room or spent time. Gotcha. Gotcha. Two-dimensional world with, with them. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, knowing that that was, that was his shtick and thing like, oh, cause anytime I'm like, Hey, they're a framework person. Um, by the way, uh, welcome to the agile uprising. Uh, I, where I might as well just say it now. Uh, Merman, Andy Clough, um, so I, so usually when I meet a, a, uh, a framework, someone that's trying to advocate for, like, I invented, I'm a speaker for, I'm a whatever, right? I usually am just like, no, thanks. I'm not interested in, like, I've learned enough of them. I don't need to learn another one. Like, I'm good. Yeah. Well, I, during. N- n- yeah. No more certs, no more shirts, no more licenses. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So Agile 2023, right? I'm in Orlando and I go to the Thursday all day open space, which was great, right? Like we're, we're, I think it'll be even better next year. Awesome. Right. So I go to, uh, I look on the ideas and it's like, Hey, how do we work with, I think the topic was, is how do we work with the next generation? And I'm thinking like, Oh, this is someone wants to talk about like working with, you know, Gen Zers, millennials, like whatever, like, you know, I'm like, Hey, I'm starting a new gig. I, uh, I'm going to be working with, you know, this will be a fun thing to do. Like, give me some ideas and stuff. Well, it was just a, like this idea of like, actually, I wanted to talk about when you think of this, like, what, what is this word? Like, what does this phrase mean to you? And, um, and it turns out it was Quentin. Uh, he he uh, he used to go by his middle name Ron, um, but he recently he said I want to I just want to go by Quentin. So that's I'm I'm doing that for him anyway. He um so he said I, I I didn't I didn't intentionally dupe you, but we we had compete. You know the one of the guys the fast guys that were there with him. They did I want to talk to you about a framework, and then he said I want to talk to you about an idea. And so by talking about the idea, then he got me to start talking about the framework. And I'm like, you pulled a fast one on me, Quentin. Um, But yeah, it was very sneaky. But then we started discussing ideas and I'm like, maybe I need to ask more. So uh, we talked recently and he, he proposed, he just said, what is simplification truly? Like he just said, here's a random idea. You're a big idea person. Like, like, you know, is that a, is that a, is that a blog post? Is that a podcast? Is that a, is that a, a talk? Like, what is that? You know, feel like that's something that you could help me with. 
And so I really started, started thinking and I did some, I did some, uh, did some research, right? So if we were, uh, you, you, you just posted this on LinkedIn, but the 10th principle in the Agile Manifesto says simplicity, the art of maximizing the amount of work not done is essential. And I thought, okay, well, that's, I read that, like, as we were talking, I'm like, well, that's what we were all taught it is. And he goes, yeah, but what does that mean? Huh. And I, and he basically just said, and that was like the end of our time. He's like, got to go by, click, hung up. And so I just spent the rest of the day going like, what, what does, does that mean? mean? What right. does that mean? And so then I, so just for reference, I started looking up like, like what is like what do different frameworks say right and they all don't say it as succinctly as the manifesto does but right scrum guide says scrum is simple right says it right there scrum is a lightweight framework that helps people teams and organizations and organizations generate value through adaptive solutions for complex problems right it's like lightweight there's not a lot of rules to it right there's you know there's three roles, there's, you know, four or five events, there's, you know, the artifacts, all that kind of stuff. And then I thought, okay, well, what else? Kanban. Um, so at Kanban, like the, their principles are, right, defining individual uh, and visualizing the workflow, right? Like it's a, it's a flow theory, right? System thinking leans principle, right? Leans based on, you know, doing more uh, you know, with, with not, you know, with, with, uh, the least amount of work kind of a thing, work smarter, not harder, mm -hmm. right. That's built like visualizing things. That's, that's an idea of like simplicity, um, less there's a principle with less that says more with less, right. Is the heart of less the realization that the disadvantage of the complex organizational solutions that are used for complex product development are often worse than the problem they try to solve, right? Like, Hey, y'all are doing too much. Um, fast says, uh, a lightweight, simple to understand, simple to master method for organizing people around work that, that can scale. Um, and then you get into like, I mean, even I, I think that safe does the, the least amount of using words around simplicity. Right. But they try to kind of talk around it by saying like, well, you, you know, apply system thinking, preserve, preserve options, build incrementally, right. Make value flow without interruptions. Like there's a lot of, they, they kind of talk around it, but don't really. So, you know, it, I say all that to say, right. We're talking about this a lot, right. So I say all of that as a groundwork for, I have three questions I want us to kind of tackle. Okay. So I, they, it's real basic. So they, I have three questions. Do we all mean the same thing? When we say simplicity. Do we act, are we actually doing it? And what would bring more simplicity to our work? Right. So, yeah, this is going to be a short show because the answer to the first two questions is no and F and no. Um, but I think we can unpack the third one in the, in the well, time max that we got. So I, I, I want to jump in for a minute. What, okay. What, what? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, I, I love how you open it with the 10th principle and I, it, depending on the engagement, either 10 or 12 is one of my favorites, you know, um, I, I think 12 generally wins out because it will bring in 10 with it, like inspect and adapt and simplicity. Um, if, if we were to make 10 even simpler, <laughs> simplicity is essential period. 
And, and yeah, to me, Chris, Chris Lee is Chris Lee says that up and down. He, the, the simplicity is the most important word in that principle. And, and even though many skip right past it and they just say maximize amount of work not done, but they forget the most important part of that, which is simplicity. Right. So it's essential. And and that idea um, is essential in all these other methods and frameworks and systems that you talked about, because it's central to eliminating waste. That's the, I think that is the principle behind it. And, and I was thinking about where simplicity showed up uh, in my education along the way. So um, I went to college and studied architectural design and engineering and simplicity was a factor of it. And there was a huge, uh, wonderful movement. I think it was the 1920s uh, in Germany, Bauhaus, where it was stripping away everything that's not essential because they had been in, you know, and, you know, Rococo, Art Nouveau, all this ornament that was not essential. And in, in the views, uh, simplicity was the path then remain functional, be uh, stay aesthetic, um, and stay true. And, and a lot of uh, the FANG companies pick that up in their UX. If you look at anything Google develops, there's no ornament. There's no gratuitous ornament. Um, and, I, and I think Scrum pulled that in. It's like, let's, let's reduce the waste, reduce the cognitive load, um, All right. and have Hold simplicity. On. Hold on, you so the you so with the you said you said Scrum itself, right? And here's where all of the here's where all of our our T friends will will jump in and be like, yes, yes, best framework ever because it's the most simple. Like it, it, they've been so they have been taking things out of the Scrum guide. So what? Let me let me go back to something you were mentioned from the architecture piece, right? So in that like there's an actual architecture that is based on. I'm not putting something here. I am intentionally putting nothing here, right? Like yes. in art, there is white space Yes. Um, in, in everything. In fact, the use of white space is often the most creative thing that you can do. Now, uh, if you look, I sent you an article that I won't mention the big four consulting firm that wrote it because yep. it doesn't matter. But I sent you a white paper that a big four consulting firm wrote on simplification they also say the same thing, right? If you want to simplify your product line, what does that mean? I'm going to do less of them, right? Less product lines, right? Yeah. I'm going to simplify the code. I'm going to do less. Here's the kicker. And this is why you're correct in that we don't all say the same thing. We mean simplicity is that when it comes to humans, simplicity means we do more, right? Think about every way of working. We... When you when you and I are brainstorming, what do we do? I have my ideas, your ideas, and then we throw them all together. When you get pulled into a conversation at work that says, what do you think? What is most of the time what someone's going to do? They're going to add an idea, not take away an idea. So uh, why is it when it comes to the human things, simplicity actually doesn't mean do more with less? Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 and and it, it's paradoxical. Um, there was another statement about nothing more to add. Uh, perfection is achieved not when there is nothing more to add, but when there is nothing left to take away. 
Oh, so I've taken away everything except the mode that you were just mentioning that with the architecture piece, right? Like, like I'm, I'm, this house has to be minimally like I got to have a place to sleep. I got to have a place to go to the bathroom. I got to have a place to eat and I got to have a place to like sit down. As long yeah. as I can do that, that is a and, domicile. And what if our product was viewed that way, right? How many product lines have more functionality built more time wasted on things that people would never use. The, what's the, yes, uh, completely agree. If you when you bring in a new platform and you say, "Hey, we're going to instead of using this tool, we're gonna we're gonna bring in this tool and we're gonna do it." What do we almost always do? Feature parity, right? We don't we don't ever stop and go. Did we use all of these things that we're now then recreating in this new tool? Right. No, we don't do that. In fact, we go, ooh, let's do that and also this, right? Thank you, Jira, for having infinite custom fields to, to complicate things. Like, right. of, like right. we are adding things that to a, and, and thinking that we're simplifying. Like, like what is every single, we, we, we need to scale everything that we do now. It's not enough to have an idea. It's have to add an idea that scales. I have to make it bigger, right? Bigger is better. I live in a state where we say bigger is better. Like, why Why do we continue to do this to ourselves? Does context matter here in, in how we mean simplicity? Your, oh, give me, personal, give me your personal life. Okay. Um, your, your membership on a right-sized team. You're part of a team of teams. Keep scaling, right? Um, I, I think the principle of simplicity applies in all these contexts. How we implement it is going to be nuanced based on the context. Oh, because we have different, um, when, when we say, like, for example, there's 10 things here and we say simplify this, this thing that has 10 things. We may, I may say, take the third thing out. You may say, take the tenth thing out. And so, like, are you saying that that we, no, we would I, simplify? No, I'm, I'm saying simplicity attempts to remove waste, reduce whatever cognitive load, um, simplify interactions between individuals or teams or teams of teams, right? So, I think as a principle, it applies universally to all contexts i'm going to go out on a limb prove me wrong i so how, how you see, apply it yes, yes 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 right so this is not me disagreeing where i'm where i'm i'm pausing is because like i i i think this is the reason why i needed to talk to you because like you you are great at teasing out an idea and helping i didn't i don't really know what we're going to accomplish with this conversation i i don't know that if i'm going to find a way to that even you and i agree on what simplicity is or if it's even possible maybe that's maybe the that's the the rub as far as like as far as the re, uh, simplicity can mean different things to us and so therefore like that's the cool part and i'm like well but if if that's the case, then why is that the cool part again? You know, I I don't I don't know. I I truly don't know. I mean, you 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 know the 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 white paper that I was referring to that was talking yeah. about simplicity, right? Like they talked about um, three different. There's three different activities that need to be done in order to simplify your organization. Now, this can mean anything from your product line to your to your your you know development tool 
uh, portfolio, your, you know, your approach to process and people, I, I, they intend for it to apply to really anything, which is, of course, what a big four consulting firm would do. So they say the first thing you have to do is is a rationalization, right? What they call delayering, right? You have to you have to say, all right, here's where everything is, right? Yeah. We we here's the as is, right? And this is every transformation is let's define things as they are now, right? And then through that, they're like, ooh, that seems like you got a lot of stuff here or a lot of stuff here. They think layer is it lay, delayering means oh you there's this many places from between you and the people on the on the floor kind of a thing okay well let's take away some of those areas. but does that really simplify things it might but it, but it also yes they're they're working at big scale complex enterprise things but i i think that approach that first step even applies down at the team level and the individual level right okay right begin to look at layers whether it's architecture in in physical architecture or architecture in software or team communication processes or steps in a process. So uh, I'm with you. So step one, take a right. look. Step, step two, step two is standardization, which is something that's going to generate lots of fun, uh, prickly feelings inside our inside our, our guts because, hey, Everybody at this layer at level of the organization, you're now called this. Hey, you do this, you're now called this. Like a That's lot of that gets role mapping and and making sure that everybody's the same level. If you're in this pay pay range, then you must be this level of a person in the organization. Oh, hold on one second. Yeah, um, standardization. To, when I, when I first read that in the white paper, um, my my hackles went up. I'm like you. I I got to click into that. Um, identical parts that makes sense. You know, right. you think about Southwest Airlines; they buy one kind of aircraft. It standardizes parts inventory. It standardizes training of the ground crew, the flight crew, the the operational Absolutely. maintenance crew. That Why that, that type of types of bins if yeah. you don't need 20 different types of bins. So that standardization makes sense. Where my hackles go up is, we're gonna have one workflow for everybody. Yep. Like, uh, no, because every team works differently. Um, well, so there's something there. Yeah. The, you can the, look at so it from, from an efficiency point of view, but it can so be overdone in, in the well, guise so of simplicity. What? It, so simplicity doesn't always mean like there is a there is a base level of understanding around like uh, people are we we're, we're kind of sort of the same but yet at the same time we all act differently in every single situation and and think so. There is a part of like, when are we going to learn that humans are unique and you can't just put 10 people in a room that are going to behave the same as 10 other people in another room that are the same as 10 other people in the room. So it's like, why, why, why do we try to standardize everything when we know it's just not possible? The rooms are all different. Even if you moved the individuals from one container to another, their behavior would change. Right? It's an, what is it? Uh, the behavior is an, 
uh, Esther Derby was talking about this. Behavior is an emergent property of individual and system, right? So you try to standardize all these things. I'm curious how that scales, but um, yeah, I so I so I, the again, this is the fun part of simplification, right? Or or you know, looking at how other people define simplicity. Yeah. As like a lens, this is a different lens, right? So sure, if you need to standardize, like if you're looking at your product line, hey, what are the things that can be standardized? If you're saying like, hey, we have 10 different types of data sets in our organization. Why do we need 20 different customer databases when we can just have like yeah. two kinds, right? Like would that make things? So I, you know, but again, our work, yes, there is, there are things that can be standardized. But the human side of our work, which for me is really the part that I care about the most, right? Mm. Like I am, even though I can speak to technical things, I am not a technical person. So why am I, like, why is any part of, uh, and I get every, there's every person that has written code before that's an agile coach, you are just as valuable. And it doesn't mean that you don't have a place. Like I know you do, right? There are people that you're listening to me right now. You're like, I love that part. Like, please give me the things that I can standardize. Cause I identify with the things that you can standardize the most. It just doesn't with me yeah. because I'm not standard. You're not saying people are like, you know, like nodding violently at their iPhone right now going, you, yes, you are definitely not you are not standard. There is nothing standard about you, Mermaid, right? So like, <laughs> I get it. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't understand why that, like, I. so I don't know. I, that's, I feel like I'm feeling like fumbling through the dark, trying to go like, there's nothing to standardize. Like we, like, Hey, your org, go do your org your way. Like, here's your money, go do your thing. Like, I don't need to know, like, why you call your product people product managers as opposed to product owners because I don't really care. I'm going to pay them the same no matter what and their permissions are going to be the same. So who cares? But then at the same time, the operational efficiency of we have 20 different types of product roles in the organization, even though they do the all the same damn thing. So why are we doing that? You know, I, I think there's a balance and, and there's probably a healthy tension in standardization. Um, if we're looking to take the Henry Ford approach, our, our organizations are not machines. They're not stopwatches. They're rainforests. They're old growth uh, tree stands, right? Mm -hmm. They're extremely complex, emergent things. Uh, standardization where it makes sense. Sure, try it. Um, I, I want to remember to come back to root causes of why things get so cattywampus. But you mentioned there were three levers. Yep. So the third one is specialization, standardization. Third, right. third is modularization, which is I need to make reusable pieces because again, we have a large layered organization that we're again trying to simplify. So make as much reusable as possible. And you're like, cool, that's platform as a service, right? Like, yeah. hey, that's where, that's where all kinds of great DevOps practices, like I need to spin up a new virtual environment and I need to have, be able to run as many as I need to, to get the job done with, uh, you know, with, uh, with trunk-based development. And like, I, I get all that. And again, I'm like, cool. But what about the non-technical pieces of our organization? Like when you find out we're trying to make people reusable, 
with the same skill set. That's where we that's where we say every scrum, every every um, every agile coach has to be a um, a this. Every agile coach has to have this certification. Every agile coach has to have that. That becomes um, problematic. Well, yes, because I not only do I need to make you all the same, I need to make you all reusable in the different parts of what you do, right? right. So, so leftover I, from the industrial revolution, still. Yeah, exactly. So there's, the, I'm curious. So we have all these unsimple organizations, systems, teams. I'd love to bounce around. Root causes. How did things get this way? So I that goes back to something I was saying earlier in the podcast. My my base thought is, is that again, when you get five people in a room, right? Let's just do a brain dump. There's no bad ideas. Awesome. Um we're going to combine ideas. When you invite someone new into a conversation that says, my wife is telling me about she does, she does product work. Um, she was saying a coworker said, Hey, I could use your help. I said, what would you do if it, for your cohort, what was the, what is the first thing that you would do? She goes, well, I'd take a look at what was in their backlog and their roadmap and what they're trying to do. And then I'd give some ideas about what I think they need to do. And I said, yes, you would add uh, your idea to the con. Now I'm not putting down what she did. Yeah. I'm saying it's very human to say, let me, I want to feel like I'm part of this and I feel I'm a part of this team when I add something to the group. That's not simplicity, right? And how would it make that person feel, right? To, to be fair to, the, to that person. You asked me to come, like you asked me to be here and I'm just supposed to sit here like a bump on a log and like make this an even more expensive meeting and not add more to it. Yeah. Like that's the way we are wired. And so it's not enough to say, Hey, I've got, I've got, you know, we had scrum and Kanban. That was the two way to run our teams. We still, when we still interview scrum masters and agile coaches, we say, which one do you like? And which one do you feel like is the best? Like what, what's a situation where you would use both? Great. <laughs> that's all we had that. That's that's all we had. And then came the, you know, then came the White Walkers, right, which is all the scaling frameworks. And, you know, this one does this and that one does that. And this one can regrow stuff and this one can make dragons and stuff like, I, you know, so, so is it a human tendency to overcomplicate things or is it a North American tendency to overcomplicate things by thinking we're adding value? Well, I don't, I'm I'm a I'm only a Westerner. I don't have any of the perspective of, um, you know, more Eastern philosophy. Um, you know, I I dabbled with, you know, some learning into Zen Buddhism when I was in college, but I I, I wouldn't say that I I don't know that I have that perspective. Right. You know, and, and I'm in the most America of America states. You know, the great state of Texas that thinks that. You know, our state fair is, 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 I can't just deep fry something. I need to deep fry something and then add chili and then cheese and then, you know, deep fry some peppers and put those on. And then we add some deep fried chili on top of the regular chili. And then we, and then we put a dollop of sour cream on there and said, there, there you, there you go. Um, have fun, the, right? Like, what is the organizational analog of that? The, the tech that, that builds up? You know, the the things that the last 
person added into the process, the framework, the architecture, just before they moved on to the next job. The, the, okay, the very end is what you just said. I think the most American way of viewing it is the fact that most most C-suite, uh, most CIOs, I, I remember writing about this years ago, and I'm sure the number has not gone up, right, is that the average CIO is 18 months before they're out of a job, right? And so yeah. what I feel like happens is that an organization, someone new comes in and they go, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. That gets added on top of everything that was done before. And so then what happens is they get out of the job and they go, okay, that person's no longer here because their stuff wasn't working. Get rid of it and start over. New person comes in, this, 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 this. And they say, well, we got rid of the old stuff and we're doing a brand new process. There's always residual. There is always oh. residual of, oh. of anybody, people that are, if, if more than five people in that organization are still there, there's the remnants of the old way of doing things. And, and each one of those remnants has a risk. The misunderstood complexity uh, or how things are connected, <laughs> a little bit of chaos, a little bit of catastrophe, if you aren't careful. Sure. So why don't we make things more simple? Is it leadership mindset? We We have to add value by adding layers and layers and layers it gets back to the the rationalization approach what can we i don't think it's human i don't think it's a human desire to take things away to say like what can i remove from this situation i don't think it's i uh, the the funny thing about all of the if you look at all the principles there is an aspect of human nature that fundamentally disagrees with it like the, 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 I don't, maybe not every single principle, but like we, we don't, again, we're go, 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 go in the 21st century, right? We don't stop to inspect and adapt what we do for one hot second. We just move on to the next thing, you know, like we don't make things simple. We add complexity to everything. We don't, we don't look to satisfy the person. We we're like, if I'm happy, Everybody else will be happy too, but I'm going to work on me first, right? I'm not saying those are bad things. None of what I'm saying is a bad thing. I'm just saying it doesn't seem very human. So how do we do something that goes against our very nature? Right. The The measurements aren't there or they're there and they're perverse. And When's the last meeting you as an agilist, as an agile transformation leader, Andy Clef, you, and I'm not saying this to blow smoke, like, you know, that's not me. Like you are, you are an expert in organizational uh, and understanding of organizational agility and transformation, right? Like that is your job. You've been doing it for decades. You're awesome at it. When's the last time you got invited to a client meeting and you said, what could I remove from their plates? Like, I don't think it's natural. I'm not saying we shouldn't do it. I'm saying it's not natural. The, the invitation isn't there, right? That's that's not the opening. But as okay. a decent coach, it might be a question that comes out at some point, right? I would hope so, right? I would it's, hope that we would add to, I, I'm, I'm not trying to, you know, I'm new in my organization right now. Like when I get invited to a meeting, I don't, I don't look to say, here's what I'm here to add because- since I'm, I need to learn, like I need to listen, I need to take notes and I can't take notes and listen if I'm talking. And so my goal is to not say a lot of words 
but to listen, write down questions, ask them later, so on and so forth. Who is this person? What do they do? Why are we here? What's the problem really? Why did you say that there? Like, those are all things to learn, right? Yeah. I, 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 I imagine there is a powerful way um, when you drop into that situation, you're new, um, to, to be that new observer and see the challenge and make the connection in your head that it's due to complexity, not simplicity. We are, and yet we say, I want to like, I've been telling myself for years, all the years I've been using a certain scaling framework, my goal is to be like, hey, y'all been using it for years and it hasn't really been super successful. So how do I simplify your implementation of it? Thinking that that was a way to, to differentiate myself. And not a lot of people really bite when you when you throw that out there. I don't think that they think, because regardless of whatever framework you're using, nobody says, oh, well, we don't need need to use all of it. Well, what how what what do you think we need to use? That again, that's not a very natural thing that leaders say. They just say, I mean, the scrum guy says it. You know, hey, you should oh, try okay. it the way that we wrote it. And you you don't have to. Just don't say you're doing scrum. And I appreciate the honesty, but like, I does like I don't know that you need every single thing to make an organization um in, increase the agility or what we would describe when we say say agility so i like so the so when i asked the question earlier of like you know do we all mean the same thing no we kind of discussed why not are we actually doing it like should we like should we really be should we really be striving for i think simplicity as a theory Absolutely. We should probably introduce simplicity to more conversations, mm. ask less questions, right? I, I, I intentionally wrote three questions here. But you we know get to my that brain. third one? Oh my God, my brain. The third one would be what would bring more simplicity. But here's the thing, because of my brain being human, I immediately came up with an additional follow-up question for the for the first three. <laughs> so I overcome, I, I made my simplicity discussion more complex by saying well if we're not actually doing it should we like should we be focused on simplicity like just like let's just pause there for just a hot minute all right let's let's get out the incense and the pillows and 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 come up with the zen coaches koan how can i do more by doing less no 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 should we really be focused on simplicity like if it's so hard if it's so difficult when it comes to humans and the way that we're wired, I'm not saying I believe that. What I'm saying is, is we need to give this question an honest shot of saying, should I care about simplicity when everything in my nature makes it more complex? Yes, you should, Chris. Great. I don't disagree. Tell me why. I'm not sure I can come up with a universal why. Um, okay, I can I can get on board with that. I I think it is. It's going to be general, right? Every system has waste, 
what what can you do to begin okay. to eliminate waste? The easiest thing is to do less. Do less work. How can you do less work? Where where is in your system lots of work effort being consumed without a, a reciprocal add of value? An aspect of that could be, hey, we've been talking about, you know, we we had this meeting set up and we were supposed to talk about these things and we've spent 75% of our time on the first point and we've not gotten to the rest of them. Do you feel like we've covered that? And if we haven't, let's go ahead and set up some time and reschedule for the other points and let's finish this point if it's that important, right? So that is a notion of saying, can I bring more simplicity to it, right? I, th I love what you said about there's waste everywhere because again, as I, we're arriving at the answer to like, why is this such a big deal? It's because our nature, our human nature is to keep adding clutter, more ideas, more ideas, more ideas. And just an, it's just another Jira ticket. Like it's just another story. There's always more work to be done. There's always more waste to be found. Hey, why do we keep, we've been doing a retro. We've been doing the stupid sailboat exercise for you know, 20 sprints in a row. And we keep saying the same things. Why are we doing it again? Because it's still a problem. Still haven't fixed stuff, right? I, I'm, uh, like there. We keep coming up with extra, right? Mm -hmm. I, you know, it's maybe, maybe this year instead of you know, I instead of asking for three things for Christmas, I just say like, hey, listen, just get me one thing, and I know I'm gonna get that because this is the only thing I'm gonna ask about, and I'm asking, I'm telling everybody I want that. I don't not not suggesting that I can just buy my own shit. But I, I, I got into trouble when I was asked what I wanted. I was like, take three things out of the house. That, right. that didn't go over well, right? Uh, yeah. So I, I resorted to, well, if you bring one in, could you take two out? Um, there you go. We have a tendency to overdo things in our North American, European. Well, I can't do North European. I can do North American. Um, yeah. Perfect I example. Um, I Like my closet, right? So I decided years ago that unless, unless hangers break, right? And hangers do break because they're made out of cheap plastic. Um, unless a hanger breaks, I'm not buying more hangers. Ooh, I love it. I If I want a new shirt, I got to donate one. I don't need more shirts. I like what I have is good. Now I don't expect every shirt I have to last forever, but if I see one at the store and I'm like, I like that, then I have to go in my mind. I go, which one of the shirts that I have, am I getting rid of? Now, sometimes I go, I'll figure it out when I get there. Um, but I have said no new, no more hangers. I'm not adding more space what i have i would love it if the person that i sleep next to felt the same way but hey i love everything that she wears and i like whatever so um that's fine she organizes her closet her way i organize my closet my way as long as the two closets don't collide and she starts taking your hangers never never will will the 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 two will not become betwixt um so 
we are identifying that simplicity is needed because we keep generating extra shit to, to add to it and to our people. And do you know what's funny is that, do you know, like, I think the ephemeral technical systems versus the people systems, I think that people systems buckle under the pressure of too much, much faster than the technical things. But humans don't enter defects in JIRA. And I don't have a defect of me not, can, like, can you imagine someone on your team being like, I have to I, cut off their access, you know? I am stressed and I have to work on the fact that you stress me out by making me have five stories in progress at once right now. I'm now adding a sixth one, yeah. um, but I don't get any velocity increase for this. Like that would that be awesome. I open a defect on me. All right. So where do we look? We we look in Merm's closet at hangers. We so so key areas, every, every system, right? I keep coming back. It's just fundamental law of thermodynamics, no theft, no, no right. free lunch, right? So every process, every structure, every layering, every operating model, all our governance, all our rules, all our controls. Oh my God, it's too much. All our systems of architecture are reporting, are monitoring. That's why we don't do it. It's overwhelming. We've gotten into so, such a mess of right. too much. It's like, great, what governance don't we need anymore? Well, I'm, I'm not touching any of that because I'll get smacked. It, it's why whip limits are one of the hardest things to put into an organization that doesn't grasp the comp the like the the ability to understand it right? Like the comprehension of what does it mean to do too much? It's why it's so hard. Right. A, A, we're arrogant enough to think that we can do it. And in our like positive thinking mind, like we think, sure, I can do that. You know, yeah. it'll just, it'll just be a little bit extra time, but I've, you know, I've had a light, you know, I've had a light couple of sprints and stuff. So I don't mind taking on an additional story. Like, sure, no problem. Well, okay, that's cool. But now you've made it impossible to finish anything because now you have too much in progress. And so you're going to do about 25% of all of them. And then they're all going to carry over kind of a thing. Like we still can't get teams to grasp that. So like, what if in our approach with teams, we were to say, Hey, let's just come up with like two or three things tops. I think more than three of anything. It's an it's an old writing tactic that you and I probably know, but like you're supposed to do odd numbers. I don't know why, but odd numbers are more resonant than mm -hmm. than even numbers as far as ideas. But when you're when I'm writing when I'm writing a blog post, if I have more than like three subheads or three examples of something, I'm like, eh, those two are kind of the same. I'll just make them you know, I'll, I'll trim the copy and stuff kind of a thing. I know simplicity when it comes to writing text, because I, as an editor, I know that taking away things makes the best article more than, you know, like editing process doesn't mean add a bunch of shit to your book. It always means taking Cut away. It Cut it out. But again, you have to say no. You have to say no to what felt like that perfect. Also, perfect. another thing that we don't know how to say to do, which is say, say no. Like, like we, we, there are more, there's more attention on how do we say yes to things? How do I find a way? Well, we'll add we'll add DevOps practices and an automated CI/CD pipeline. That means I can say yes to doing more because committing the code will get easier and our testing cycle will be easier. So if I do this, then I can do more. That's not the point of a good like a good DevOps approach of like let's find a way to do more. Like no, we just need to make sure that we improve the quality and the flow and 
and make it sure that when we have an idea, I can see it in production in a couple of days kind of a thing, right? Like that's, that's the, that's the goal of it is not to do, we keep thinking that agile is about doing more and it's never been about getting more done even despite the book title that Jeff Sutherland writes. Like we do, we cannot do more with an agile approach. Like the goal has never been to do more. It's just been to make it better. Yeah. And, and, and that DevOps ideal that you touched on, I, I think the principle is about simplicity again. Make the workflow as simple as possible, easiest to do, uh, easily reproducible. Um, yeah. Does it lead to the ability to do more? Maybe, but that's not the goal. I feel like the wording is for that principle specifically. We, I feel like, the, I feel like we're basically just doing the twelve days of Agile. Um, like Do we all, cover all, them all? All over again. Um, I feel like maximizing the amount of work not done confuses people because I think like maximizing means like, yeah, we need to get the most done with the least with with what we have left. I need to get the most of it. Like that's not what maximizing the amount of work not done means. It means like. How do I extract the most value? Yes. Right. Like, like, can I accomplish, Hey, these 10 things that we needed to do, can I accomplish it by doing like, do what, what's the hypothesis that we're validating? Like, can I validate it with less work, you know, tech practices that say, how do I get all this done with the least amount of code possible? Yes. Like it's still difficult to, to bring up an organization. Like they're, they're, there are professors that are like, I, I absolutely teach that. Well, then why does every one of your students write the most code possible? Like it's, again, it's not human. It's just not human. So finding that extra waste, like fine. And also like, Hey, can we agree on what waste means? Like, right. Like I, and I'm not talking about people that are making all the, the memes about like pick a, pick a, a low a, lo, a framework logo or image and putting waste over it which i see all over linkedin right now like like yeah. you you trashing someone else's work does not make it waste it just means you don't like using it i don't yeah. know why you're devoting time like why are you devoting so much time to talk about something you hate like i, I think we can like, all do more more of doing less hating on people i agree so do we, all right, let me, I, I think we're, I think we're rounding third base on this topic. So like, where do you feel like we, I guess let's do a quick regurgitation or, or let's, let's check for understanding. Did we land on, we agree that it's a problem. We agree that it's not being done. We agreed that it's, and then we, and that it's human nature to not simplify things, which makes simplification and simplicity even more important did we, do you, how do you feel like we landed on what we could do about it? I don't know that we put enough breadcrumbs for what we can do about it. So if, if I, I come back to, we have to change the system that is, that is incentivizing our behavior that seems so natural to us more, 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 rather than what I can take away. So how do we, what do we do systemically um, to promote simplicity as is said? Let, let's go back to the white paper from the, from the firm, right? So 
like so after we after we rationalize everything we we've we've done the we've done the we've done the value stream mapping we've done concept to cash we've seen where all the the red flags and the risks and stuff with how we get stuff done is 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 hurting people right now all right so like let's look at standardization and modularization right like okay. what are the what are the pieces that uh that we can break down, right? So modularization is about breaking things into small reusable pieces, right? So I feel like big, 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 big picture agile transformation, like big A agile transformation, right? Is like, I'm going to take this whole organization, I'm going to make it better. And I feel like that's one thing that we as agilists still struggle with is to say like, I can change the whole thing. I think saying like, Hey, like Little's Law, whether it's a thing or not a thing, like see your Agile Uprising feed for that conversation, but whether it is or isn't a thing, like deciding on the number of people that we're working with and just saying, I'm going to draw a box around this and everybody that's in this box, your opinion matters. And I'm going to sit down and we're going to like really, truly like make it as small as we can. Well, you could say like, all right, fine, but it's still going to be a hundred people. Okay, fine. 100 people is what I got and I got to work with who I can. Like, can I like try it with like 10% of them or 50% of them and say like, can we figure something that works with them and then see if we can bring it to everybody. So breaking it down into as small as box as possible, right? I still feels like simplicity comes there, right? The more exactly. people you add to it, right? Um, and, and not trying to like, I feel like standardization from a people perspective I don't think that belongs from like a process sort of thing, but I do feel like the modularization piece is like, Hey, I'm not going to make you do what anybody else does. But if I hear you all discuss discussing the same problems, I may say, Hey, well, it worked with this group. Even if it doesn't work with you all, can we at least try that? And if it doesn't, then we'll iterate. That gives you a starting point that gives you a right. But Hey, you know, the three, like I only care about three things. Like, like when I start with a team, what's our entrance criteria for work? What's our exit criteria for work? And how much are we working on right now? Like I always say, like, if y'all get that figured out, like you'll master most of what agile is, which means we spend the entire time on those three things. So maybe those are three too big of things, right? Maybe right. we need to break them down to smaller, like, well, let's work on just entrance criteria. And we're going to really hone in on just that and make it just so if you can't do it with three things, maybe you need to make it two or one thing, right? Yes. And you need a feedback mechanism. That's what we're lacking meaningful feedback mechanisms. So in your case, you've got a start and a finish and a work item, you've got all you need to put in the basic four flow metrics to to realize like, okay, so we've improved our definition of ready. Oh, let's look. I, I don't know what the lag time is, but will you see individual item cycle time coming down? Batches right. of item throughput getting better? Um, your flow efficiency, all that stuff. You should get some feedback. You're like, yeah, let's do more of that. Yeah. And and also by saying like, listen, I don't, I, I don't think you're more successful by doing more points or more stories. So like, but what do you all think success is? Like also letting the people themselves say, I feel like this will make us better if we do this. Like they they are co-creating the solution with you, which means they'll be more likely to do it. Yes. You're, you're 
that's also simplicity. And you're like, yeah, but getting that many people in a room, how simple is that? I don't know. It's it's more simple than doing one-on-ones for 50 people across time until we like, there's a reason why Frederick Taylor like only worked on with this first experiment and worked with like three or four employees at a time. Cause he ain't got that much time in the day to like watch that many people improve their work. Like there yeah. is a whip to everything you do. So, all right, well, do you care about going fast and getting results sooner Then fly everybody to this room and get them in this room? And we're going to have this conversation until we all agree on what this is, what better looks like. Right. Or if you don't participate, Sorry, you got to go work in another part of the organization for a little bit or something, right? Like there's got to be some ability for us to draw a box around what simple is. And if people agree, we think that's simple. We agree that's effective. Let's try it. Cool. How long am I going to get left alone before you start fiddling with my, with what I'm doing, right? Like, so simple conversations, simple expectations, simple steps forward, like, Again, I keep saying the word simple. This is the problem with simple is that when you describe the word simple, simple is, you know, simple, right? It's like, it's like, you know, what do you think about, what do you think about Chris Merman? Ah, you know, Merman's Merman. Like, that's not a compliment. No, no, that's not a compliment. So there's a subtle difference between simple and simplicity, simple interactions, simplicity of interactions. There's there's a nuance there. And I, I wonder... How, or do both of those phrases mean the same thing to you? Simple interactions, simplicity of interactions. I feel like we just stumbled into a show title. Is like are are simple and simplicity the same thing? Right? Like I, yeah. well said. I, I'm not making a joke. Like that's that's kind of profound to say. Hey, well, Scrum is simple, but does that mean that it's used simplicity? Right? Like. I, I, some people would say yes. Some people would say no. Right. Some, you know, like at the, what was, what's the, one of the main critiques of agile whenever we go into a new organization, Andy, it's like, I uh, like, oh man, agile. It's like, I got to do all those meetings and all my, all like all my other meetings and stuff like agile adds too many meetings to me. I can't do that. And we're like, there's four or five meetings. Like that, that's it. Like the whole, the whole sprint. That's all you got to do. And they're like, yeah, but what about all the other ones? Like, mm. they're the ones we eliminate, right? I, you talk to the, you and I talk to the same number of leaders and how many of them are just super fired up to get rid of the meetings that they came up with. Again, everybody has their ideas and they want to put them in there. So right, are we discussing simplicity with people that we're coaching and, and trans and working with in a transformational aspect? Like, do have we like, um, and I'm calling myself out here as much as I try to bring simplicity. I don't know that I can specifically say I've spoken about what simplicity means for their organization. It's hard. It is really difficult, hard, arduous work to simplify, particularly when you're in a brownfield and there's decades of stuff buried beneath the surface yep so to bring more simplicity right so we're discussing things like discussing what that even means in organization and how do we what what do we do we start by taking away things 
as opposed to adding things. Like what when you look at when you look at a value stream, like when's the last like how revolutionary could it seem if we showed up in a room and said, is that start is that step necessary? They're like, well, we have to do from code to test yeah, to relief. What is the impact well, on not, the cyclotype? Not if you not if you make that all part of the pipeline and that's all becomes like one step and it gets done in seconds as opposed to you know days or, or go right? to the left like, ensemble development right so great great way to end this right so let's end with this idea of shifting left because we say if we shift stuff left it from a technology perspective that we're we're doing things sooner, and that's an and that there's a notion of simplicity that's inherent. We never call out this left shift as a um, as a notion of simplicity. Interesting. But does that, in some ways, I could think that that aids simplicity, and I could think that shifting left sometimes adds to complexity because we're trying to do too much in the very beginning, like. Hey, I don't like, I need to write a hypothesis statement. Cool. I also need you to fill out this entire lean hypothesis case for, and we know exactly what framework we're talking about here that has this huge hypothesis, two page document of fill this out every time you want to bring an epic to the thing, right? Like, I'm not saying that that isn't agile or that isn't helpful. What I'm saying is, is, is that the most simplified approach? by saying let's take all that work and shove it into in front of the in front of the go no go right like would it help to make a go no go if we do a little bit of the work around a case and then we finish the lean business case around this epic and then right. validate the hypothesis like after the, we do that and then we so maybe we we maybe we hold off the go no go into the last responsible moment like that's also simplicity is moving things to the right, right? Yes, and and every action has a reaction. And, and so that um, governance that came in from that framework, um, I believe in, in principle was an attempt to reduce waste. Stop putting work in the system that, had, that didn't have business value. Well, how do you do that? You, you put in some governance and you, and you standardize like the, the measures that you're gonna use. So I, I wouldn't throw the whole thing out. I would find, I would simplify it, just like you said. What is the least amount we can do to test a hypothesis, to spend some money and learn? Because we don't know until we ship it. Yeah. It's all I mean, hypothesis. If the problem in your value stream is the is it takes us six weeks of testing to go from the time where fingers off the keyboard to production, like, hey, I can't shift. I I could maybe shift shift it left, but it's still going to be a problem even if I move it move it up, right? So how do I take something out of the? Well, we we can't take away all of the testing out because we have regulatory needs. We've got what we owe the street, right? Like, okay, cool. Well, but do we need it all? Like, how do we do? Like, what what's one thing we could take away? Yeah, 
And Maybe that's, that's the one question that we leave everybody with is like, hey, before we leave this room, I need you to think of one thing that, that we're currently doing that we could take away. And everybody's like, and everybody will look at you like you're crazy and give you like the, the Spock eyebrow and go, really? That's what we're doing? Like, yeah, maybe I'm, I'm going to suggest not more, but less. Yeah, that, that's a good place to close. There's nothing else to take away. And then we can go. I can't tell. Was this productive? I think so. Um, we'll have to ask our listeners to uh, give us some feedback in your platform of choice. Thumbs up, thumbs down, flame us. We don't really. Well, we care. But um, what would you? Here's a good question. Find Andy and I on the socials. Um, what would you? What What does simplification mean to you? And what do you feel like we need to take away? And I'm, and I can't, I can only imagine the response that some of you all are going to give. And you know who you are. I'm talking straight to you. Like I get it. Give me all the joke answers. But at some point in time, we all got to land on the fact that we're doing too much. Even us that say we need to, you know, maximize the amount of work not done, but we need to make simplicity essential. Um, because if we don't, we're just going to overcomplicate things until we have a safe of safes, right? Like, and God, God help us all if we need that. Indeed. Thank you all for hanging in there with us. Uh, Thanks. Give us, Thanks, give us a, that feedback that we asked for. Join us on the Discord server. Uh, yes. That's an active, vibrant community. Look in the show notes for a link to drive uh, you over there. What else? What am I missing? Oh, patron. For less than yeah. 30 cents uh, a, a week, you can get some decent swag. We have some uh, good stickers and stuff that Jay Jay has been enjoying producing. My my laptop is covered with them, and I get compliments on them every time I'm in the office. Awesome. Thank you, Chris. You're awesome, Andy. Thanks for, thanks for <laughs> indulging my crazy notions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I better hit the stop button. Or should I keep it going? Because, like... The after conversation is good as the conversation. Um, oh my God. I seriously, I had no idea what, like, I, I, I didn't know if we'd generate anything. I, what's funny is, is I think many people are going to like be violently nodding their head in agreement to what we're saying. And I don't think we're talking about this enough. I really don't. I, I think this is a big problem that it goes back to that, like, what is happening to agile coaching? Because there's not, it's not like, it's not just the frameworks. Like there's yet another certification, yet right. another training, it's yet another, fun. this, yet another, that yet another tool. There's another health radar. There's another framework to learn and teach and train on. There's another, like, there's another type of, we, we've, no, it's more than DevSec, more than DevSecOps. It's, it's DevSec, you know, reg ops or whatever like whatever they're they just keep adding more they keep adding ops to things yes. right and and now now ai is a part of everything i i'm in more ai ml conversations than i know what to do with and, yes. and it's not like ai and machine learning are going to take away things in organization it just gives us more shit to manage yeah simplicity it's essential all right, I'm hitting the stop record now. <laughs>